1: And the sword of the spirit.
0: And the sword of the spirit. Which is the,
2: word, which of the word of
0: God. Which is the word of God. Welcome to a new episode of Spirit Katana. I'm your host, the old man.
2: I'm Ruby. And I, I'm Jadefire. I'm Rosella.
0: And together we are a father and his children venturing through the New Testament. Um, Right now we're working our way through Matthew, and we're doing this season, we're going uh, heading by heading um, uh, as we learn to sharpen up our swords so that we can be better prepared for um, sharing the gospel and um, fighting off lies and deceit. Uh, So this week, um, Ruby got a little ahead of us with her sections, and I think Rosella was a little bit behind us, so I think we will start with... Rosella's section, since it's the furthest back, (laughs) which I think is in the middle of chapter three. So yeah, start us off with the baptism of Jesus. Rosella, what do you got?
3: I have that he wants us to
0: follow. And where do you get that? Um, Do you see an example of that in that verse or section? Well, I don't really know. I just... (laughs) Okay. Well, I mean, you're not wrong. He does want us to follow him.
3: I sort of
0: just found there. But do you see somebody doing anything that is following God?
3: Well, um, um, Jesus was like, no, you have to baptize me,
0: and... Mm. So he gave out a command, and John followed through with it? Yeah. Gotcha. I like it. All right. Well, thank you for sharing there. We will now move on to Matthew 4. I think. You don't have any more in chapter 3, do you? That was the end of chapter 3 for you, Rosella? I think so. Okay. Um, so then, in chapter 4, um... Why don't you go ahead and lead us off Jade fire?
1: All right, uh, the temptation of Jesus is what mine says. okay. um, my question is what can you learn about God? Answer that he is like mentally strong. like do you get what I'm saying? No, not that why when,
0: when don't you expound?
1: Um, by what I mean mentally strong, like he gets like battered with temptation of, like, hey, just jump over this cliff and and the angels will save you. And he's like, no!
0: So, like, strong willpower or self-control?
1: Yeah, mentally.
0: Well, that's where the self-control comes from. I know, I know. (laughs) Alright. Cool. Um... And, Ruby, you already shared from your... from this section, yeah?
2: Yeah, I did that last week. Yep. I still read seven new sections.
0: Yes, yeah. So, mine is titled, Jesus is Tested in the Wilderness. So... I think what we can learn about God specifically is this, that um, God is the true source of life. He's the one that sustains us. It's not bread, it's not water, or whatever. Like, he gave us those things, but where do those come from? From him. He is what sustains.
2: I never would have pulled that out of there, I
3: don't think.
0: Well, it says it even, um, when he's talking about changing the things to bread or whatever, and it's not, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God.
2: Still, so I wouldn't have interpreted it that way. Sure. But that's a good way to think about it.
0: Another note that I found interesting um, is that there's a point where Jesus quotes another section that says, don't put the Lord your God to the test. And I just think it's funny because he says that, because uh, the devil's trying to tell Jesus to basically test God, but Jesus is God. So the devil is testing God in his own way by trying to get Jesus to also test God. And Jesus is like, while he's being tested, being like, hey, don't test him. <laughs> i just thought it was amusing that's all um oh and then another thing that i just like but this is just because it's movie related is that in verse eight it says again the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor all this i will give you he said if you will bow down and worship me so it like for me at least it seems pretty obvious how ridiculous this sounds it's like hey i will give you Everything, Control over everything as long as I can control you is basically what he's saying. You Which isn't really...
2: Makes sense. But
0: I just find it fascinating that there's a movie from the 80s <laughs> called Labyrinth where the Goblin King basically says the exact same thing to Sarah. <laughs> what
2: does he say? I don't remember.
0: He's just like... I will be your slave. Like, I will give you everything. I'll be your slave. If you would just, like, I don't forget what he says exactly. Like, just worship me or whatever. I don't know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They contradict each other. That's worse.
0: Yeah, it is worse. But it's just funny because it's very, very similar. He tried a similar tactic as Lucifer. (laughs) Okay. So here's exactly, or more accurately, how that quote goes that I was talking about. It says, just fear me. Love me. Do as I say, and I will be your slave. (laughs) Sounds just as ridiculous. (laughs) Ridiculous. That's confusing because he's
3: like, "Do what I say, and I'll be your slave."
0: Yep. And like, he's basically asking to be worshipped. What What are we supposed to do with God? Fear him, love him, and do as he commands.
3: Yep. (laughs) But he doesn't say he'll be our slave. No. And when God says, fear me, he doesn't mean, like, be afraid of him. He wants us to be be like, I'm the only one who could actually hurt you, but he would hurt us.
0: Yeah, uh, so that's what I pulled out. What about you, Rosella? What do you got for this section?
3: I have that Jesus wants us to believe in him or
0: God. Okay. And where do you pull that out? Like, can you expound?
3: Well, what I sort of got is that Jesus is like showing us that he is more powerful than satan and he wants us to believe in him more than
0: satan gotcha yep
2: I, he doesn't want you to believe in satan at all not just him more uh
0: believe in him as in what do you mean by that <laughs> like
2: <laughs> trust
0: him oh okay because a belief also could just mean hey this thing exists Mm-hmm. And you should definitely believe that this thing exists.
3: Yes, you don't be like, oh, that's not.
0: But yeah, we should not put any trust in it. Yeah. That's what you're meaning by belief. I'm totally on board. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for sharing on that section. So now the next section, I suppose we can let Ruby join in and share what she has.
2: You suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you suppose so, then Jesus preaches in Galilee. The question I chose is, who does God say you are? And, um, I wrote forgiven, but, um, it's from verse 17, so I'm going to read that verse. From that time on, Jesus began to proclaim this, his message with these words. Keep turning away from your sins and come back to God for heaven's kingdom realm. For heaven's kingdom realm is now accessible. Like, um... Who does he say you are? Like, what does he want you to... Or what does he want you to do with your life, basically, is um, just to keep churning away from your sins. Like, just ask for forgiveness. Don't make them a big deal or whatever. Keep churning away from them and going to heaven. Okay. That's mine.
0: All right, so yeah. Uh, I have Jesus Begins to Preach. Um, is what mine is called. Um, and I, the note that I have here is that even though... John had been in prison, So even though there was already signs of persecution and trouble, um, Jesus didn't stop. He kept on going.
2: I like that you really think about these, because you find <laughs> out some interesting things.
0: Like, Well, I try to think about what the Bible is telling me.
2: <laughs> I try. You actually get a lot out of
0: it. <laughs> Alright. Um, yeah, so that's what I pulled out. Rosella?
3: My heading is, Jesus begins his ministry. 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 What I got is that God will never give
0: up on you. Hmm, That's kind of similar to mine. That's good. (laughs) Yeah. Because, I mean, that's right. Like, even though things were getting rough or whatever, he wasn't quitting. He did what he needed to do. I like it. Jade Fire?
1: Uh, My heading is Jesus Begins to Preach. Um, Same as mine. Uh, Yep. My question is, what does God want your life to look like? And my answer is, for me to repent. That's the right one. So Rosella kind of had the same thing as the old man, and you kind of had the same thing as me.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Match-up. Yeah, so you took that from what he says at the end, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near.
1: Mine says, uh, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near.
0: Sure. (laughs) All right. Um, I guess that means it's my turn to start. The next one? Okay. Yeah. Jesus calls his first disciples, um... So this is where he um, calls Simon and Peter and James and John, the sons of Zebedee. Um, and my note is, oh, my note is kind of what your note was for the first section, Rosella. We should follow Jesus. He he called, he said, come follow me, and they dropped everything. They didn't like, oh, well, I got to do this, or oh, well, let me go get this done first. No, they're like, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> oh. Uh, Ruby's glaring at me, so I have a feeling hers is pretty much the same as mine. But anyway, um, it's just, <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, it's just, I think we should lead, or we should follow that example, not lead by the example, we should lead to by example, but, um, yeah, that's an example we should learn. If Jesus calls you to do something, doesn't matter what it is. You should drop everything and do it, right? And you kids have a perfect opportunity to practice that because you have parents that tell you to do stuff and you could just drop your stuff and go do it. Instead of being like, well, let me do this first. Let me do this quick.
1: <laughs> sometimes I got to put some stuff down carefully.
0: And I'm usually considerate of a lot of those things, but sometimes it's just like, well, but I'm sending gifts. some Pokemon Go or...
2: <laughs> yeah, that, that can get a little... All
0: right, Rosella, what do you got? Mine is, Jesus wants us to follow him. (laughs) So, I think we're pulling a lot of the same stuff here. Alright, Jadefire, you?
1: Just a sec, I have to find where it
0: is. What is God asking of us? Answer, follow him.
1: (laughs) I mean, it's it's not a bad thing to pull out. No, no. I might have accidentally not read the section. I read the section right after it, though. Hmm it's possible i just read it along with jesus begins to preach we'll find out um like depends on how many highlights I have. all right ruby okay mine is what does god want me to do basically
2: and it's basically do what the disciples did and drop everything follow him
0: yep good
2: so he just (laughs) looked at my notebook and stole it i definitely didn't (laughs) yes
0: All right, well, next section, Rosella, you start us off.
3: What I got out of that is he wants us to learn more and more about him. Oh, because he was still teaching more stuff?
0: Well, Jesus went through Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness among the people. And news about him spread all over. So we have him teaching more about him and news of him spreading around. So that's information getting around. So I'm guessing that's where you pulled that. All right, cool. Jade fire.
1: Mine is, Jesus heals the sick. Question, what did you learn about God? Answer, that he is a, a healer, not a boss. Like, he didn't... I, I think this is kind of like one of my other highlights. Like, he came here to help and, like, teach people what they should do. Not to boss everybody around. Like, hey, you do this, you do mm. that. Like, he just wants to set an example.
0: Sure. Really? Uh,
1: yeah, mine. Okay.
2: Um, It's kind of like the other thing, but, like... Uh, like last one where we should follow him but like um he wants us to keep seeking after him and trying to learn more about him okay
0: yeah mine is jesus heals the sick is the title and my note is um jesus oh sorry (laughs) i was starting to read the actual verse no my note is jesus has the power over everything and he holds all wisdom and knowledge so he has all the information to teach everybody that's what you
2: should seek after him <laughs>
0: right um and then he has all that power over everything sickness and everything like we've said with the bread and stuff like we don't necessarily need the bread because they're the ones who jesus god they're the ones who created everything gave us life so that's where true life comes from and true healing comes from right Yep. All right. Cool. So
2: my, type, my heading was Jesus's minister of healing.
0: Minister of healing, or ministry of healing? Ministry of healing. Okay. Cool.
2: I didn't read it, so just All right. it out there for anyone who actually cares.
0: So I know for this, my next section is a whole two verses.
1: <laughs> only two verses? Yep. Verses only two?
0: Yeah. The uh, introduction to the Sermon on the Mount is its own heading for me.
1: Mine is 16 verses.
0: Yeah, that's because you probably include, oh wow, you include three sections of mine. Alright, cool.
1: Mine is 12 verses.
0: Yeah, yours just includes the first two sections.
2: Yeah, mine is Jesus's Sermon on the Hillside.
0: Alright. Mine is
1: the Sermon on the Cool.
0: Alright, so, Trade Fire, I believe it's your turn sermon. to start. Okay. So give us what you have.
1: Uh, mine is the Beatitudes. What? I heard it's a red one. The Beatitudes?
0: The Beatitudes is usually how they are pronounced okay. by people.
1: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, my question is, what did you learn about God? I think like he's full of preaching. Like he preaches. Like he can't he doesn't have to stop pre- preaching. I mean, if he was if he didn't need water or food, Or any other, or sleep, he would be able to like preach on forever and ever.
0: So he never tires?
1: Yes! Thank you.
0: Okay. Alright. Ruby.
1: Okay.
2: He
0: did two of my sections. You're gonna have three of my sections. So what do you got?
1: (laughs) Well, did
2: you wanna go first? No, no, it's fine. Okay. Alright. So. Yeah, mine's 16 verses, and it's Jesus' sermon on the hilltop. Um, I actually have like I highlighted verse 7 as like show more mercy toward people. It mm. says how blessed you are when you demonstrate tender mercy for her tender mercy will be demonstrated to you. Yep. So show more mercy and kind of an application as well.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. That's and
2: good. I also just liked verses 11 through 16. I also like the little section about um how we're like salt um and if salt Becomes tasteless. It won't become tasty again or whatever. Mm. Gets down onto the streets. Okay,
0: cool. Alright, well, let me do my little section here. I'm, me and Rosella, I don't know what hers looked like, but me and her might be bouncing back and forth a little bit till we catch up here. <laughs> Alright, so, I just have the first two verses as a section. So, the introduction. Um, and it just mentioned, Now when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on the mountainside and sat down his disciples came to him and i wrote that he is always teaching jesus is always teaching god is always teaching in some way right so we need to always be ready to listen that's what i pulled out
2: of. see you can even pull things out of two verses sometimes
0: <laughs> how about you Rosella? what's your section i believe you're at the top of chapter 5 and i think you have the same mini section i do the just these couple verses up here cuz then you have the beatitudes after that yeah
3: what I pulled out of that is that he has something great to say because the word of God. Hmm. There's nothing better to say than that.
0: Sure. Yes, something great to say. So we should listen. <laughs> Alright. Um so then the next section, the Beatitudes, um what did you pull out of that, Rosella?
3: What I wrote is that God will always take care of
0: Oh, okay. Um it's an interesting thing to pull out of there, but uh, I mean you're not wrong. I guess with the he will like those who mourn will be comforted so that I can get that out of there. Um yeah, all right. For me, I pulled out something kind of a little more odd, I would say, probably not what you would expect necessarily. Um so yeah, what I pulled out is that blessings aren't always fun. Like everybody, like everybody's talking about blessings and you want to be blessed, right? You and a lot of times people have this image in their head that a blessing is just a great gift of some kind or help, right? And it's not necessarily always a fun thing to get to the blessing, or the reason you get a blessing is because you're going through hard things, or even the blessing itself creates more challenge because it's blessing you with um, gifts of like self-control and endurance and stuff as well. For example, a lot of times people wanted to be blessed with many children and lots of land and lots of animals, but what comes with lots of land, kids and animals? A lot. A lot of hard work it's still a blessing but it does cause work as well because also that hard work if you're maintaining it what god has given you so you don't lose it also teaches you to work hard on these things and to take good care of the things that god has given you right and it grows you and makes you a better person if you let it if you choose to slack off you won't grow as a person and you'll also probably lose everything
2: so you're saying more hard work
0: absolutely and and i would not trade that for anything in the world
2: that's a very good answer
0: (laughs) um so yeah that's that was the big thing there because like for example like a lot of these blessings so like blessed are those who mourn you don't generally seek out to be mourning something mourning is to be like sad over a death and things like that or loss of something right that's what mourning is not like mourning as in like the sun came out um so you don't seek that out you don't want to be doing that but you are blessed if you are, because you will be comforted. And the act of being comforted can be a huge blessing, can't it?
2: No, I hate being Yeah, comforted. exactly.
0: Um, and like, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. So you want to do the right thing. And sometimes that hunger comes from the fact that you know that you're screwing things up, or things are bad, or the world is bad, so you just want right things. And you will be filled with that, if you keep hungering after it and chasing it. Um... So yeah, it's just those kinds of things. Like, blessings aren't always what you are expecting. But they are always what is good for us and grows us and makes us closer to God. That's what I pulled out of that. <laughs> That's a lot. Alright, so now, uh, I guess we'll let Jadefire start this next section. Or wait, no, you did this. No, you didn't do this section. Yeah, so. Is
1: it, is it the Salt and Light?
0: Yep.
2: Wait, you guys have a whole section of Salt and Light?
0: Yeah, our Salt and Light is just one section. That makes yeah,
2: sense.
3: Just- Salt
0: and light. Yep, so is mine. I really like that. Because they were splitting up the Beatitudes. The Beatitudes was one whole thought idea. Salt and light was kind of a different thought, although I can see some interlinking, especially with the last part of the Beatitudes, but that's a whole different thing.
3: I really
0: like salt and light. Like yep.
1: All right. I actually have uh, multiple Q&A. Okay. Um, Question, what did you learn about who God is? Answer, Um, answer that he is love and... Goodness, glory. Uh, Mm, Okay. And my other question is, what does he want your life to look like? Uh, Answer, the light and salt. Like, you want to be, like, the light of the world.
0: You cannot be the light of the world. That's Jesus.
1: A light of the world.
0: What does it mean by being a light?
1: Like, the darkness is the unbelieving or unknowing. And then the light lit in the lit area Is the knowing and believing
0: okay? Um, let me put it this way so last season we had a conversation at one point about how the world is not actually getting better, which you think it was because of what you're surrounded with. Mm -hmm. So, one might argue that the world is kind of a dark place, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of sin in the world, Mm -hmm. especially after it fell, and it's just it's yeah, so there's a lot of darkness. So, you're being called to be a light. What happens if a light lights up in the darkness?
1: The darkness flees?
0: Sure. What happens to, if you're in a room that's dark? Or, let's yeah, let's say you're in a big stadium and it's completely dark. And all of a sudden something lights up somewhere. What do you do? Head towards it? You look right at it, first of all. But then, yeah, you'd probably head towards it because you don't want to be in the dark. Now, some people want to stay in the dark because they want to keep their sins there. So people can't see them. But generally... You're going to n- notice it either way, because even if you want to stay in the dark, you're going to just shuffle further away from the light. But you're going to notice it. It's visible, and that's what we're being called to be. is visible in a world of darkness to show what God has done in our life, to show that we are trying to follow him. We're going to make mistakes, and people are going to see it, because we're in the light, and we are a light. So they're going to see our light flicker. <laughs> that's my example of sin, I guess. Um, but... Uh, but then we're an example, too, so people can see what God is doing in our lives so that they can also glorify him and worship him. That's what we're being called to do. Okay? Okay.
3: That's a fun thing to learn about.
0: Yeah? Yeah, you've always loved this section, but yeah. I don't know if you've ever fully understood it.
1: My mom uh-huh, helped me with this one.
0: Okay. Also, I um, you guys know this section pretty well because a lot of this section is where I take your blessing from that I give you every night. To be a light unto the world, so that others may see God's glory, love, and grace in you. I want people to see what God is doing in your life. Which means you need to also be growing, right? And letting God change you. Um, because that's what we're being called to do. We're to be lights and and salt to the world. So to give it flavor. (laughs) Because that's what salt does. Um... Let's see. What else do I have? Yeah. I think I basically just stated what my takeaway or information is from this section, too. So, <laughs> by re- responding to yours, Jadefire. So, mm-hmm. all right. Um. Okay. So, then we move on to the next section, which for me is 17 through 20. Yeah, same for me. Oh, good.
2: Fulfillment of the law.
0: Is that the same for you, Jadefire?
1: Uh, mm, yeah.
0: Okay. Jadefire.
1: Um... Uh... What does he want... Or my question is, what does he want your life to look like? Teaching, um, the law, not breaking it. Yeah. Teaching the law and not breaking the law. Um, like, he wants us to tell everybody, like, what the Ten Commandments are, like, what we need to do. Um, all that sort of stuff. And he wants us to, like, not break it because if we break it we'll set a bad example and people are like oh this law must not be so important if that guy's breaking it
0: yep that's that's a good thing to take away no don't break the law (laughs) now the real trick is to understand how the law works after jesus fulfilled it (laughs) yeah (laughs) because there's a lot of laws from moses's law that don't aren't necessarily things that are like strict you have to do anymore so
2: what was all of Moses' law
0: there's a lot yeah i'm not going to go through it all all right. You wanna know this it might take read through he's going to Numbers, small. Leviticus, all that stuff. Go ahead and read those and then you can understand more.
2: Wait, all of that's the law?
0: There's a lot of it is, yeah.
2: I'll be back in the third
0: season. <laughs> Alright. Ruby, what did you get?
2: Um, well, I had trouble understanding exactly and actually, I was going to ask for help, but you guys were busy, and then I kind of forgot about it. But um what I mainly was is trying to follow what still matters about the law of Moses. Because, mm. like, God's the one who gave it to him, right? Yep. So, like, yeah, not follow everything, but follow what still matters. So, probably a decent amount of it.
0: Well, if you can recall, we haven't got here yet, but... Jesus tells them what the two commands are. It's only two commands. And it, fu- and it fulfills all ten commands.
2: Um, two commands. Love. And...
0: It's all love. Love the Lord your God.
2: With all your heart, all your mind, with all your soul, and with all your strength.
0: Something like that. And, <laughs> the s- and the second one is just like it. Love your neighbor as yourself.
2: Oh, both are love.
0: Both are love.
2: I thought it was just like love and then faith or something. No, like pretty that.
0: much love fulfills... All the commands. Because if you break down the Ten Commandments, there's a noticeable section where you can, like, split it. Where the first chunk is about your relationship with God, the second chunk is about your relationship with others. (laughs) Like, don't have any other idols. That's about God and your relationship with Him. But doesn't it Don't covet your neighbor's wife. That is about relationship with others.
2: (laughs) But doesn't it say somewhere in the Bible that God will turn, like, father and son against each other and daughter and mother or whatever
0: you think god's doing that he's like i want you two to fight each other
2: but like doesn't it say something like that there
0: in the bible it also says that god has done a lot of things that he that if you read it straight you kind of are going to be like oh so god like there's a section where david counts some people in his kingdom and he wasn't supposed to but the very first part of that section says god had or like incited david to count all these people and then a couple verses down it's like god's like hey why did you count all these people you didn't trust me because you're counting them yourself to see if you have the right amount of people without even talking to me about it if you read that same story in a different book in the bible because it's repeated in another book in chronicles it'll say satan incited david to do this and then god so so when god does this a lot of times he's allowing things to happen just like with punishment right god doesn't actually go out and punish you it says like he might, he might say things like punish or whatever but what is he really doing he is letting you reap the consequences of your okay. own actions okay. so he's not turning people against them but his word will make that happen because people will be like well i don't want to follow god and you're like well i want to follow god and all of a sudden you guys are at odds aren't you right Yep. <laughs> so that's what that means
2: that makes sense
0: He's not actually going to, like, cause chaos and havoc everywhere. That's not his goal. Yeah,
2: I, I knew that, but, like... Yeah. It confused me.
0: Understandable. This is why some people think the Bible contradicts itself, because they don't think through the layers of it and work through the layers of it or talk to people to try to figure it out.
2: I'm like, I didn't do either of those. And then you said talk to people. I'm like, I did
0: that. <laughs> all right. Um, all right, so then... Shadefire, I guess you have the next section.
1: Am I the only one who has the next section? No,
0: you and Ruby probably have 21 through 26.
1: Yep. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Um, mine is
0: murder. Yeah, mine too.
1: Uh, what did you learn about God? That he is, uh, like, uh, the judge. Uh, that, like, um... So, God is, like, the judge, like, um, you need to, like, make amends before you get to the judge, because, like, when you're at the judge, he'll, um, they'll be hitting you with everything they have, but if you make amends, they might, like, let off a bit easier, because they start realizing it was most likely an accident, um, whoever you did this wrong to, like, you did let's say you murdered somebody's brother on accident and, then they drag you to court, um, or manslaughter. You manslaughter their brother, um, and then they drag you to court and, um, you might want to make amends to make, tell them that it was actually just manslaughter, um, so that they might, like, ease up and maybe not even bring you to court. Like, they just might you might fully make amends.
0: It's not even just that. It's anything you've done. Like, if you've robbed somebody and you did it intentionally, you should try to resolve it beforehand. Mm Mm-hmm. So that you're not just thrown to the judge. But, um... We have somebody who can save us from all the problems that we've done so that we do not have to suffer a harsh judgment from the ultimate judge of God.
1: God, or Jesus. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: But we have to repent and make amends.
1: Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Um... And it also mentions that sometimes all it is is just your thoughts that are also the sin if you let them linger and keep hanging on to them, right? Mm-hmm. Because what what about hating your brother or sister? What is that? Basically murder. Yep. Same as murder. Yeah, they still get to live and they still can do things, but in the eyes of judgment of God and sin, it's murder. All right. Ruby, what do you have for this section?
2: Um, oh, my, ha- my heading... Is anger not murder? Sure. Um, and it's what does God want me to do? And have peace with all everybody, all my siblings, which some are harder than others. And um, to have God pray to God and have Him help me. That's gonna be a
0: yeah. (laughs) Sounds good. Alrighty. Well, then I think you have one more section for us, Ruby.
2: Yep, I've got more. Mine is adultery. And so, basically, it's about, um in mine, if your right eye causes you to sin in any way, then gouge it out or whatever. And it's to, um, the reason this is it is because, um, I can't think of what I'm trying to say. Okay, just give me a minute. Nope. Okay, so, um, I did this because uh, I used to think it was a little extreme to do something like that if you were sinning with one eye or whatever, then gouge it out. But it kind of makes more sense to me having people explain it to me and also getting older and reading it again on how, like, you shouldn't be sinning and is it better to go to hell or to lose an eye? (laughs) I picked to lose an eye (laughs) rather than spend an eternity in hell.
0: Another thing that I think might help a little bit is, um, it doesn't always mean, like, literally gouge out your eyes and chop off hands. But, like, what should you do? If you have something in your life that you're constantly being tempted to do, you should cut that out of your life. Like, if, like, you love TV shows or something, or video games or whatever, and it keeps causing you to sin because you love it too much? Because the device itself might not be a sin, but you are sinning with it. Then you should just cut all TV and video games out of your life. Yep. Because it would be better to do that than to continue to sin in that and then burn in hell later because you just choose not to follow God. That's that's more like cut the sin out of your life. Cut the option for that sin out of your life, basically.
2: Yes, thank you for trying to clarify that. That'll out.
0: pretty much be my note probably when I talk about it next week.
2: <laughs> so you just get a repeat of this next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Alright, well cool. Application time, guys. So, who would like to share their application first?
1: Mine is from Salt and Light. Um, like, he wants us to be the light of the world. Um, cause then, like, um, like, he wants us to be known. He wants us to, like, share the good news. Cause naturally, people would go towards the light unless they want to keep their sins in the dark.
0: But not just share the good news, but live like you have received it. Mm-hmm. That means changing your life yep Ruby
2: um my uh I've got two applications but I guess I kind of made one my application because of the other one basically um one is to show more mercy towards people and um basically have more patience with them as well, which isn't exactly mercy I know mercy can be different but yeah and then to Try to have more peace with my siblings instead of arguing with them on everything. Learn to let things go.
0: I like it. Rosella. What's
3: in that okay?
0: <laughs> what do you think that God is asking you to change about your life? Anything, like when you were reading the Bible over the last week, or even anything that came up while we are talking, did anything stick with your head? You're like, oh yeah, that's something I should really try to fix or change about myself. Because you need to recognize that you are a sinner, or you have sin in your life. Maybe not. You're not really a sinner anymore, but you still sin on occasion, right? So what do you think that God is asking you to change in your life? More like the followed. And where do you think you can practice that? You have no idea where you can practice? Obedience? Like everything. But mainly with your parents, right? <laughs> Instead of, oh well, I don't want to do my spelling test, or throw in a fit about it, or I want to keep playing this game, or whatever, you know? Or I don't want to go to bed even, who knows? <laughs> or chores. Because you also, like, get distracted during chores, right? And you don't have to, correct? Yeah. So... Just that. Seems like a good idea. <laughs> Alright, for me, it's kind of similar, actually. It was follow, uh, well, it's, it's like a combination of that along with like the whole righteous thing, right? Like, I need to just trust God. When he asks me to do something, I should just drop it. And I should have the faith to do so. Because that's what righteousness is, right? Having faith even though I don't see the plan. And I always like to know the plan. I want to know the reasons why, right? <laughs> I know you guys can relate. At least some of you. I... Yeah. So, it's just to... Be ready to just drop the things that God has asked me to be listening for what He wants me to do. Drop whatever I am doing and do what He's asking without needing to know all the answers. That's mine. All right. So if you see me failing in that, you can go ahead and call me out. Sound good? All so right. Uh, would it
1: be Jade Fire's turn to pray then?
0: Yes, it is.
1: Good. Um, dear Lord, thank you for this time I could spend. Um, with um, thank you for this time I could spend with the old man, um, Ruby and Rosella. Um, Help us have a wonderful week and help everybody just to do better on everything. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen.